Vernomatic Productions. Are you ready? Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music. Interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, MetalMayhemROC.com, or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. A proud member of the Pantheon podcast team. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno. Good evening, everybody. As always, Thursday night's new content drops. Tonight, it's holiday season. We just got by... Christmas and coming up this weekend is New Year's Eve in 2024. Metal Walt and I are here. We got the whole gang back together and we're just going to do a quick uh, rundown of what 2023 brought from Metal Mayhem ROC. Metal Walt, happy holidays. How are you, buddy? John, Merry Christmas and almost Happy New Year and the same to all of our listeners and all of our guests that we've had on the show this year. And I'm going to say, with big pride in my heart, it's been an amazing 2023. John, what were the numbers this year overall? Numbers, downloads are up. Engagement on Twitter is up. Engagement on the Facebook page. Uh, everything is up. And it's it's the hard work of everyone that's been involved with this. Me, you, Ian O'Rourke, Southern Kale, Bill the Rager. So um, you did some calculations We've done 30 different interviews to promote either mainly a new album or potentially a tour, but mostly new albums. And this covers established artists, some big artists, some medium artists, um, maybe artists that are a little bit low on the radar. Some are European, covering a lot off the the labels, the Frontiers label. Um, we have some great press agents out there that are really getting us in touch directly with the artists, but... It's been a regular occurrence where we're out there speaking to the artists themselves. And John and I, our approach is it doesn't matter whether you're, you know, ACDC or the smallest newer coming band. We're going to treat you like we're you're an arena star, right? We talk to them. We get into their head. We talk to them about their albums, who they are as people. And we get the insight from these artists. Yeah, you know, you're right on that because the cool thing about what we do here is you never really know how intertwined old school rock and new school metal. And I use that comparison for a reason, like legions of doom. Let's use that for an example. How did we get that legions of doom interview and who is legions of doom? Well, legions of doom are members of corrosion of conformity and trouble. And um, again, they were going out as a super group of doom metal. Our publicist put us in touch with them. But here's one of the great takeaways for me in 2023 is, yeah, we interviewed a boatload of artists. But, you know, uh, Legion of Doom, and I'm going to name a bunch of other ones, Witchslayer, Raven, um, uh, Adam Dubin, Bastardane, uh, Bobby Blitz from Overkill, uh, Night Demon, uh, Trevor Church from Haunt, right? Uh, Brian Ross from Satan, down the line. Uh, and what happened, the point I'm trying to make is these were artists that we had on, either had on our show first, 
and then had an occasion to meet them in person or met them in person, discussed an album, discussed the show, such as The Witch Slayer, and then got them on the show. So now we're forming bonds and relationships with these artists. And that's the sweet spot of what we do and why we do it. Here's a cool story. And this is how this is all intertwined. We interview Legions of Doom. We meet Ron and Carl and we understand, you know, we've been following their careers, COC and Trouble way back. They get this Legion of Doom band together to pay uh, respect to the late Eric Wagner. And all of a sudden uh, they have a show in Chicago. So here's the cool thing is by chance, Metal Walt has a business trip to Chicago in early June, he goes there, but the real kicker is he was able to meet up with a loyal listener, Sam Bean from Chicago, that was there. So he hung out with Sam Bean, hooked up with the band, has pictures with Legions of Doom, Carl and Ron, and it all started with this little email from a publicist. And, you know, I remember Walt calling me. He's like, these guys look cool. Let's uh, give it a spin. And John, I'll give you one more. Early in 2023, uh, Heroes and Monsters, this, the uh, side project from Todd Kearns. I think Todd. we did the interview in February. Todd, the Canadian bassist, best known for Slash and uh, the Conspirators. You know, we get him on. We swap information all the way at the end of October. He's at the Mario Barth Tattoo Convention playing in an 80s rock all-star band as the backing band. Stephen Piercy, Sebastian Bach, Phil Lewis. Um, amongst others, right? Walk right up to him afterwards, stick my hand out to shake his hand. Hey, it's Metal Walt. He goes, oh, yeah, hey, what's up? Nice to meet you in person. Like it was yesterday. And meanwhile, it was nine months prior. It's because you're so engaging. Who could ever forget Metal Walt? But but it's too, it's a testament to uh, a little uh, pat on the back of what we're doing here. Now, John, though, let's, let's be honest. Another one of these hookups was the Overkill connection through the whole Metallica channel. And I think, and I want you, because I give you all the credit in the world, this was really for Metal Mayhem ROC, the year of Metallica. But, yep. you know, we got to meet Bobby Blitz through, yes, we interviewed him for the new album, but he then was at part of the parking lot celebration at MetLife. We shook his hand, had discussions with him at the gate, but this was a much bigger thing, this whole Metallica thing. John, take us through the year of Metallica for us. Metallica. All right. Um, gonna get too long winded on this. Up here in Rochester, New York, that's where I'm from. The band recorded Kill 'em All here. And when I started this Metal Mayhem platform about five years ago, it'll be five years this coming May, we've always chronicled and researched and highlighted the people and establishments that were part of the recording of Kill 'em All. Everything from second chair engineers, Andrew Robleski, to local DJ Rob the Warhead Thomas that hung out with the band and became the official, unofficial fifth member, to record store owners that uh, engaged in, um, you know, uh, a relationship with the band as a host when they came to our city. So Metallica is dear to our heart, but we took it a step further and we were able to secure uh, all access tickets to the show down in New Jersey. And eventually the, you know, the, the highlight of probably our career here, an exclusive interview with uh, Kirk Hammett that debuted and came out this past about a month ago. 
but it was the slow growth that got us there. Yeah. It was the idea, the reach out to the Metallica headquarters, the response, the build the hype, talking to Jason McMaster about 72 seasons in the year to come. I reached out to the Bastarding guys through Caster Hatfield. He was the son of James. I met him at a show leading up to MetLife. We met Adam Dubin, the film crew that went up to Rochester. We met him in the pit at MetLife, amongst mm. other guys. Then the show itself, meeting Justin D'Angelo, the press agent, right? And on and on and on, met all these great people. Osho, one of my highlights for the year, was interviewing the Metallica Report hosts, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson. And man, it was like we knew these people for 100 years. It was one of the only episodes, John, this year where we started talking and we went 20 minutes with no intro. And then we said, <laughs> well, I guess that was one hell of an intro. Here's a cool story. Late 2022, Metal Mayhem ROC brings Raven to Rochester for a showcase show. Well, we've become friends. And Walt, again, on business, is in Belgium. I do a quick email to um, John, John Gallagher. Gallagher. Invites Walt to the show. And just like that, we do a quick little 15-minute impromptu on-site interview Walt did. That was so awesome. And I will tell you, that went full circle for me because I met him at Dingbats in Jersey through John. And that was because they, two weeks prior, had done the show up in, in Rochester. And here it is. It's I'm jet-lagged. I'm on 24 hours straight with no sleep. And they're unloading into their truck. But I'm talking to Mark Gallagher about beer. And eventually at midnight, they said, all right, well, come on, let's get this two stools, get your wires together in your phone and let's do this. <laughs> that was just awesome. Metal so, Brothers for Life right there, man. Last February, I had a chance to interview Bon Scott author Jesse Fink from the book The uh, Last Highway. Now, Jesse Fink is an author. He's a fiction author, but he's. Developed an uh, infatuation with the band ACDC, did a book on the Young family, and followed it up with this book called Bon Scott, The Last Highway, which was the, chronicled the last two years of Bon Scott's life before he drank himself to death. Well, there was a lot of uh, conspiracy theories about exactly how he died and his real involvement with the eventual Back in Black album and it was just fascinating content. You know, I've been a fan of ACDC forever. And just to hear these um, stories about how he investigated the book, how he investigated all these people, the last two years of Bond's life, just absolutely fascinating. And the cool thing with this one, this interview was he was in Bali. So we had to coordinate that. And it was like 14 hours difference and it's late night for me. It's early morning for him. So that was a good one. Uh, Jesse Fink, Bond, Scott, The Last Highway. Check it out on our website. Well, it was just the beginning with the books. That was, we had Steve Rosen, the Van, a couple of Van Halen connections, Tone Chaser from Steve Rosen earlier in the year. We just recently did David Lee, the David Lee Roth book. Um, but I think even bigger than that, you know, is we got into areas that, I think are, we feel a little proud that we get ex some exclusivity. We interviewed two-thirds of the members of Triumph at different occasions. We interviewed Gilmore for their uh, anniversary release of the U.S. Uh, the Us Festival from 1983 album. And then we came back with Rick Emmett six months later. And I'm proud to say we were his first interview for this book. 
And it was a great heartfelt yeah. interview, you know? So it, it's, it shows us it's not just artists out there promoting a show, an album. These are artists talking about historical points. And we took it a couple steps further. Let's not forget we had uh, Tony from the, the toy collectible company, Knucklebones on. Right. Man. And who can forget Bob Gruen? One of my favorite episodes of the year. Early in the year, we had legendary, I mean, I say legendary New York City rock photographer Bob Gruen on the show. He's a personal friend of a personal friend of mine. We got an exclusive interview and he told stories worth a lifetime that we are fortunate enough to have in our history now. I couldn't say it any better. It's uh, fantastic stuff. But really, the, the the root of what we do here is also self-created content. Here we have uh, Ian O'Rourke. Ian, welcome to the show. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, boys. How you doing? We're doing well. We're just um, reliving what we've done in 23. And part of what we're extremely proud about is the our series that you're involved with, The History of Metal. Now, two summers ago, we started this in the year 1973, and we have taken it up and just concluded to w- with the year 1995. And share what you get out of doing the history of metal in Metal Mayhem ROC. Um, history of metal was uh, an idea that was conceived on a you know on a whim, speaking with the Vernomatic, you know, several years ago, trying to get something. Uh, you know, going as um, as a collaborator, you know, just because. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to watch it go from what it was um, in the beginning, you know, I mean, it, it, it was that slow burn effect, that first couple of episodes. You know, you could see the more that we did it, the more that uh, people would comment, people would say something, people were, oh, we really like the content. As it continued to grow you could really see that people were like, yes, you know, thank you. Finally, somebody talking on our wavelength, not just somebody that's reciting off from uh, a checklist, you know, for the years that they wanted to do. And, um, you know, I think we kind of really, you know, made a, made a mark for ourselves with it. And, you know, to that extent, you know, I mean, the, the spinoff of that is, you know, the rock and roll detention. That's a fun one as well. But Ian, I think about the series though, Yep. And I, I want your opinion on this. You know, the 80s were very easy because it was like an oh, abundance sure. of gold to pick from. It sure. was easy. As you get to the leaner years, it becomes harder. It does. And you really have to do your research and think it through to get the points across. It gets a little difficult. You know, I mean, uh, the, the obviously the, the 70s and the 80s were the meat years. You know, that's where you had a lot of content, a lot of stuff to really sink your teeth into. The farther along you go, as we start to see trends come and go and subgenres created and blah, 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 um, it gets a little tougher, you know, but I think we've, we've had a pretty good grasp on at least keeping, you know, most of the, uh, the main content that people that have grown with the show and people that listen, you know, to, to the Vernomatics, you know, radio program. You know, we've been able to try to cater some of the stuff to them to kind of keep them in the foothold. It's like, yeah, okay, I remember that album, or yeah, '91, yeah, that was a great year, blah blah blah. So I, I, I think we've we've been able to stay off the thin ice, you know, when it comes to that content. But yeah, you're right. I mean, as we get going 
you know, keep going along, I think it's going to be uh, a more difficult task, but I still think that it's something that we can, uh, we can definitely handle with no problem. Ian, you mentioned something about the radio show, Metal Mayhem ROC Live, yes, show I host on mon- Monday nights. Yes. And our um, young gun goes by the name of Southern Kale. Kale, welcome <laughs> to the show. How are you? Happy holidays. Good. Good evening, Hell Rats. What's up, brother? Now, Kale has come along fiercely in the last six months. Kale has really put his fingerprint on the Metal Mayhem ROC show with contributing segments like the Metal Minute. And he assists in programming of the show and just overall flow. Kale, quickly give us an, um, your interpretation of Metal Mayhem ROC and what you enjoy about it and what you look forward to moving forward in 2024. Oh, I'm definitely looking forward to some new music from a lot of new bands that are be coming out, some old bands, just new music in general. We had a lot of new music this last year. Uh, the segments, of course, uh, the Arena Rock Remembered is always a good one. And uh, a real quick story on the Metal Minute. The very first Metal Minute was one minute, one second. And I just remember I said, Vern, if he just would give me a minute, that would be great. <laughs> it was one minute, one second. And We've had some that have uh, run up near three minutes, and usually they're about two minutes now. But a little more detailed, and I love doing that. I, it, it's fun. Uh, you know, Verno challenges me each week, and uh, I try to deliver a great product, which <laughs> is good as the show is. You know, well, thank you on that. But the the funny thing is, it started as a you know, a metal minute, couple stories. And about a month ago, Kale comes up with this idea because I think it was the Tom Araya, uh, the quote that said Slayer was the biggest of the big four. I misread that. He said that they were not the biggest, but the best. Um, the way I had read it, it sounded like he had said that they were the biggest. And I was just like, and now all of a sudden, all these other things started falling into place. So we created, uh, which was to become my second rant show or a rave show, let's just say, uh, going off on these guys and, uh, you know, telling them that you can sit down now and just, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was a fun, fun one to do, of course. Well, I thought it was cool, creative, that you called it the, um, you've been tailed out. You've been tailed <laughs> out. Yeah, so outside of the Metal Minute and involvement on the radio show, you've really taken a step forward with the interviews with some of these independent bands. We work with um, online metal promo. Tell us about some of these. Oh, you have, uh, let's start right with uh, Santas Dodd which is Larry Berrigan's band from Hellstar. Uh, and then when we got into that, we got into all these other bands that were from the Houston area. And of course, James Rivera, they all intermingle their, their uh, members of the bands and uh, get involved. Chicago is kind of the same way. Uh, we had the band Carbellion and uh, it's just funny how then uh, Lothar Keller, who was in the trouble for a little while or the skull, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it, it's all, <laughs> How it's all intermingled. You had the Chicago scene. You had the San Diego guys. You had the Houston guys. And, uh, you know, I was great. We got involved with Benjamin in that. That was a real learning process for me. And I learned really how to to conduct a good interview and try to put out a, a, 
an interview that I was happy with. And it was a learning process each week doing these. Uh, and I'm to the point now where I, I'm recording my own, which was nice. And uh, sending files and shit like that, which is, you know, me, Cal, me use pencil. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, yeah. Too much technology, but I'm getting there and uh, I'm having fun with it, which is the best part about it. What, guys, listeners, one of the messages here is don't ever underestimate a band you've never heard of because mm-hmm. we are fans at, at the heart of it all, right? And the future of this, if we want to be doing this in five and ten years, is when our forefathers are retired. There's got to be new music coming down the pipeline, and that's where yeah. you trust our judgment that we're going to do our research and we're going to bring interviews to you for bands that we feel that you will <laughs> connect with. And when we do it, you know, look at a, like look out for future interviews with bands such as Satan's Falls and other. These are bands you're going to say, ah, I like this because this is familiar to what I'm used to. And it's a new wave of bands coming. And this is why Cal and I bring in these new bands. They don't have to get the big numbers, but they're important to the future of the music. Now, that it's interesting you say that because here's here's a fun story. Talk about big numbers. We get inundated with press releases from many publicists. And all of a sudden, uh, Metal Walt says to me, he wants to do the story on this guy, Hugo Valenti. And he's a lead singer of a Journey tribute band. And he has a history. And it's like from down his area, the New York City, Long Island, Philly area. And I'm like, I don't know, dude. Eh." So he goes ahead and does it, right? Folks, I'm going to tell you one thing. Excellent interview. And that damn video to this day still generates some of the highest uh, views, engagement, and it keeps coming. So the point and the moral of the story is, like Metal Walt said, hey, you never know. You just never know. Uh, you never know and give artists a chance because you don't know. And if you trust our judgment as music fans, we're going to bring you what we feel you're going to like. Well, you know, I have to say real quick, when I saw that, I remember talking to Vern and saying, Vern, have we, you know, crossed a line here with this journey? And it's that's not so metal and this and that. But after watching the interview... Uh, you know, it, it fits in every bit as well as every other interview we've done here. And it, like you said, it's something new. So you can, uh, you know, you keep your ears open to that stuff and it's still generating the views. So a box might be like this, but sometimes you got to go outside the box just a little bit. And then that, that was for sure right there. That, that was classic. Great, great stuff there though. Well, thank you. Well, let me ask you this. Um, let's talk about the first time you worked with Cal. Listen, Cal's been fantastic for us. He's a welcome member to the team. Number one, he's a great guy. He knows his medal, number one. You you grow your portfolio in strength in numbers. And when you have different people, it's like weeds growing in your backyard. The weeds are going to continue to go out like this and all over the place until you put the killer on it. And, you know, Cal is just another arm for us and delivering the goods and learning the technology along the way and bringing us good material. I thought I thought that was a great interview we, we did while with uh, Mark Briotti of Jack Panzer. Absolutely, it's 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 awesome to have you on, Cal. And uh, a solid team is what we do this for. If we're not friends first, there's no 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 purpose to all of this.
Well, you know, Metal Walt, Cal and I have been buddies since the late 70s, early 80s. So, you know, he fits right in on the Metal Mayhem ROC team. Listen, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, Cal and I are going to share the stories of when we went on the road last March down to Rockin' Pod in Nashville. Best is yet to come. 2023 recap. We'll be right back. Metal Mayhem ROC. I'm Metalhead. Metal Mayhem ROC is the home for metal from the very beginnings. This is James DeBerry from Hellstar. You're listening to Burnomatic. Dave Overkill from the Cleveland band Destructor. Hey, Dave, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing great. It's a longtime headliner. Hey, this is Red Beach from Whitesnake. Hey, this is Vinny Apathy from Dio, Black Sabbath, and Last in Line. To music of today. Hi, this is Olaf Wickstrom from Enforcer. Hi, this is Brian from Mastodon. You're listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. With John the Vernomatic Verna. Plus, we talk with producers and authors to give you behind-the-scenes info. Hi, this is William Merwin, author of The Meaning of Metallica, Ride the Lyrics. Greg Renoff, the author of the book Van Halen Rising, and the uh, Ted Templeman book A Platinum Producer's Life in Music. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on. Metal Mayhem ROC. A proud member of the Pantheon podcast team. Giving you more to listen for. Join our community. And always remember to keep it heavy. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Hey folks, Stefan Shirazi and Renee Richardson here from the Metallica Report. And we are proud members of the Pantheon podcast family, where the best of music and podcasts unite. We've got something pretty cool for you. We're giving away an exclusive Metallica merch package worth over $250. That's a whole lot of scary guys, skulls, M72, and other sought-after Metallica swag. And we've made it easy for you to win. Follow and share the Metallica Report, and you're in the game. Go to pantheonpodcast.com slash Metallica, enter your email, and hit that button to be entered to win. And just like that, you're eligible for our monthly exclusive Metallica merch package. And guess what, rockers? You can enter every month. So just do it. And while we love our global brothers and sisters, the lawyers won't let us ship outside the U.S.
Back in March, there's a Rockin' Pod Festival down in Nashville. So I said to the guys, you know, invited them there, Metal Walt, Ian, Cal. It's like, listen, I'm going down there. I'd love to have you guys join as a team effort. And, you know, because of personal and professional commitments, they couldn't make it. But Southern Cal came down. Now, Cal lives in Melbourne, Florida. He took the initiative to come up and... We had one hell of a time, and we really made our mark for Metal Mayhem ROC down there, which resulted in the invite from Pantheon Music Podcast Group to join yeah. their network. Fuck yeah. Which was really cool. They're the big guys, which has opened the door for, one, it gave the, the brand credibility and puts us in, you know, in a different group. But two, to work with other professionals, other top-shelf podcasts, professionals right. in the media industry, and just open these doors. Cal, what was your takeaway from Rock and Pod? Because I'll, I'll admit it, and you'll admit it, you're nervous as hell. You're like, you're, you're uh, swimming in the deep end when you're in the kiddie pool. Uh, my first time, well, Verno had to disappear to go talk to the guys from Pantheon. And when he was gone, I was, I was man in the booth by oh, myself. Boy. Uh, and so if questions were coming in, the guys asking about the console and this and that, and all these different things. Uh, so I just kind of gave whatever answer I could that that experience up there was great. Uh, I'm so glad that I made it up there. We talked to, uh, Martin Motnick from accept, uh, Jeremy Asbrock from Ace Freely, and he brought one of his friends along and Eddie Ojeda, uh, it just went on and on. Stevie Rochelle, who actually lived um, in my hometown right now of India, Atlantic, Florida, for a little while. So you, you always had some common ground to talk to these guys on. Verno uh, brought the uh, shirts. We had the collared shirts, Metal Mayhem, little uh, insignia on the side nice. here. We had our khaki pants. It was uh, we were dressed to kill, let's say, like not like the guys. And I'm not mentioning any names that were across the aisle from us. <laughs> yeah, we, we've uh, uh, underlining mission that I always tell the guys, we got to do whatever we can to distance ourselves from Wayne's world. And, right. you know, whenever you think if yes. it's if we should do it or not, just think, is it Wayne's world? So um, that Nashville trip. It, it was. It was cool. It was a great. It was my second time, and Cal did a great job. And by the end of it, Cal, you were like, "Yeah, you, your confidence just shot through the roof." It it was fun. We only had one one guy who got it. It kind of went a little sideways, and and I bailed on Vert. I have to admit, I left him. <laughs> I left him out at sea, for sure. You know, we, we hung out with Jason McMaster and Dave Glessner from the Talk Louder podcast, which led to a great rock and roll detention with both those guys in May. Well, the, I mean, the focus of the conversation was really talking the Metallica, where Metallica is in the present. And this was well before the tour started and the album had just hit the streets. But uh, <laughs> listen, we had a history. We had Jason on our show towards the end of last year to talk about him stepping in for both Accept and Armored Saint. We got to know him very well. He's a metal fan just like us. Dave Glessner is a, you know, he's a knowledgeable guy from the industry point of view. And it was really good to cross over into that realm of the worlds. Something we've done quite regularly and will continue to do is moving into the other space where we're guesting on other shows, 
getting feedback from other, let's say, forums like this. And, you know, we're like, as Kirk Hammett told us towards the end of the interview, we're all in this together, guys. We made it this far. We're all in this together. We're no longer competing. We're here to help each other. Yeah, well said. Some other highlighted interviews we had. Um, Prong, fucking Tommy Victor. We went, we went down to the Metallica show, and they had two dates. If you're not familiar with how the weekend uh, shows went, they played a Friday night and a Sunday night down at MetLife Stadium, and they had a parking lot concert. And Friday night was Prong. Came out with a new album, State of Emergency, and we had him on the show, and... You know, he he shared he's, some cool stories. He's a fucking New Yorker, man. I got on the phone with him and it was like, yo, fucking pro Brooklyn, New Jersey. That's a fucking state of emergency. He's looking at old pictures from the 90s. Oh, better wall. That was at that Studio One show in 1993. I remember that, bro. Exactly yeah, that, how it was, right? I'm like, Eve, this is fucking, <laughs> this is awesome. But. It was a great interview. And then he shares a story at the end about the first time was the first time he met Iomi or Sabbath. Yeah. And how and, nervous he was beating yeah, Tony Iomi. Yeah. And he's like, bah, 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 bah. and he goes, I was such a fucking idiot. There's fucking the riff master. There I am. Can't fucking talk. That's the type of stuff that, you know, come on. Walt and I put a lot of work into this, a lot of discussion. You know, we're talking all the time and, you know, what's the vision of this? And there's times we get done with an interview and, you know, we just look at each other. It's like, yeah, we fucking killed it. John, I got a question for you. What's in store for 2024? 2024. Well, I'd like to build up more the YouTube channel with more of the uh, post-production of the videos we do get more involved with social media and more of all these channels you could take, you know, explore and just build the brand with more, uh, just content out there. I'm excited about what Cal has the offer. Now that his tech levels getting up there, get him on the road, Melbourne, Florida and central Florida is blowing up with live shows yes. blowing up. We have a, sh- a whole slew of shows on tap for the first part of the year and just keep doing what we're doing, but doing it better, better production, better video um, elements, uh, better presentation. You know, we're growing and we're growing with the audience and with each other. You know, Ian is a hell of a contributor for ideas. And I have a whole file of uh, rock and roll detention discussions. So we're going to start getting more of those out there on a regular basis. We'd like to hear from the listeners as well. We want to hear from you guys, the ones, the subscribers, the ones who tune in, whether it's YouTube on the podcast channels, anywhere you want to hear something, you want to hear us research it. We'll do it for you. Tell us about it. Hit us up. I think the other thing too, you know, I mean, in the past we've had, uh, additional or outside contributors. Sometimes when we have these roundtable type discussions, you know, is definitely something that would be engaging for the not only the audience but for the people involved. You know, I mean, in the past we've had uh, Metal Mark James yep. from uh, you know Audio Aggression and Metal Mark's Vault involved. I mean, obviously uh, Bill the Rager recently with the uh, detention. Uh, vital vents brought into the fold 
you know, so to speak. So I think that, you know, there's always opportunity, you know, whether it be a new album or a new band or something like that. You know, you're getting mixed reviews from people that are hearing about it or we're having our own, you know, mixed reviews. It's a spitball thing. It's yeah. like, okay, let's get into the pit and talk about it. Let's see, hey, all right, what do you think about it? I didn't like it. Well, okay, you know. Ian, that's a great point. Well, Walt, let me ask you, where would you like to see Metal Mayhem go in, in 2024? What would you like to build on, if you will? Well, more of the same. We grew it big time in numbers last year in terms of getting artists that can only get better and bigger. We want to hear from you guys what you want to hear. But when we do engage with the artists, I want I want to be creative. I want to get points that other forms are not asking. Like, we don't want the cut and paste template, right? We want to be different. We want to get interesting facts that are going to make us stand out and make it interesting so that you guys are going to listen to that episode from beginning to the end. But uh, um, again, I'll, I'll channel what you said, John and Ian. We have a laundry list. I have a laundry list of, of topics in my phone that's like, mm-hmm. Tony Naomi used to say he used to play riffs and put them on tapes, and he would come back to them years later and make songs. This is kind of what we have, too. We have a list of about 50 topics, and every time we have an idea, I write it down. Ian shoots me a text. I tell John, even if John says, oh, shit, fuck Walt. No, dude, that sucks. I put it in anyway because it's an idea because <laughs> you never fucking know. I just want to throw this in real quick, only because it has changed so much from the beginning of the year. But get on over to that Metal Mayhem ROC website. I love this website now. You know, it was great before. It's even better now. Proverno brought in a new designer, and uh, she just blew it out of the water. I mean, it's great. Yeah, great call out to uh, Blue Alien Design down in Alabama. Old friend, Christina Meyer, just kills it. There you go. Before we get out of here, uh, Metal Walt did bring up a point. Uh, we got to pay our respects to Steve Riley uh, from Riley's L.A. Guns. We interviewed him this year on the new release, Dark Horse. And a little bit after that, about two months ago, he passed away. Um, yeah. He was a good guy. It's And you know what? Unfortunately, more and more of our guys are on the clock, if you will. And they're just, you know. Yeah. So. Right. I, I was fortunate enough to get to see him with L.A. Guns uh, before the split and the two band thing, uh, of course, was a Wasp fan. It was just uh, yeah. sad, very sad. And like you said, Vern, a lot of uh, our people are our age and getting older. And uh, unfortunately, this is just the the byproduct of it all. Again, like I said this at the beginning of the show. We do this out of the love of the music I'm a I'm a stickler. I love media. I love doing this. But right. something happened this summer that was awesome. It was a Saturday night. I'm hanging out home, and Southern Cal sends me a text of his wife and this girl. They're at a concert. They're at a Quiet Riot concert. And the girl was Brittany Chapman, the daughter of uh, the late, great Paul Chapman, UFO, wasted fame. And it went from a chance encounter well, they're friends, to a uh, feature interview. And this is the content that Cal brought to the table. You know, it's that kind of enthusiasm, dedication, willingness to learn, willingness to go the extra mile that you can't put the price on. That's the difference of this goddamn media outlet than 
from a lot of these other Wayne worlds out there. That's a great point, yes. John. Congratulations to Cal on that. And look where it led us. It, it led us to bringing photos and discussion with Kirk. And Kirk was taken back by those right. photos. You could see the emotion in him. Oh, yeah. He opened <laughs> up about what Paul Chapman meant to him. Fucking awesome job. Yeah. I, and Brittany had a chance to see that. And it just it brought her to tears. You know, she still can't believe how many people loved her father and for all these different reasons and everything like that. And when she, you know, we had that circle. Here's her dad, Kurt meeting her dad, and, right. and she's meeting Kurt the fan, and it was the fans and this guy and that. So it was a it was a nice uh, 360 there with Arca, her. Step on to a difficult Arca. I mean, that's like one of those gigs. It's like, all right. You have to go in and replace Michael Schenker. Okay. Right. And what did Kirk Hammett say in the interview? He was a Michael Schenker fanatic, and he was skeptical. But he did a great freaking job. He said there's Paul Chapman riffs all over Kill Em All. Yep. Yep. Huge. All right. Well, listen, I'm going to have one last comment, and I'm going to ask all you guys. We're going to start with you, Cal, and then we're going to go around. Cal, who is your bucket list interview person for this year um i would go and i'm i've been trying to mistaken out this local restaurant here uh nickel mcbrain or anybody from iron maiden except for yannick uh, uh, yeah, all right so you so no. you're gonna try because melbourne the, the I, kale's close to uh rock and roll ribs down in right. uh, coral springs well yeah. plus we have uh you know, Nico McBrain is living here in my area now. Uh, he's five minutes from where I live. And we frequent the same restaurant. I got the bartender there, has me on speed dial. And Casey comes in usually on Monday night. She's going to hit me up. But uh, anybody from Iron Maiden, Dave Murray would be great. Bruce, Nico, uh, anybody from Maiden. Yeah, you, you, get Ma- you get Nico because you've already laid the foundation. That's what you're doing this year. That's your fucking heavy metal homework. Okay. Walt, uh, yep. what do you do? Who's your boy? Well, if I had a dream artist to get on the Not show. Not a dream, a realistic that if I said you have to get it. Okay. Glenn Hughes. Okay. Make he's it. He's within range. Hey, he's coming to he's town. He's touring. Okay. He's got history. Yep. I think he's within reach. I know the Deep Purple catalog, but what I want to talk to Glenn about is the seven star album and the fused album he did with Tony Aomi. All right, make it happen. Make it happen, Metal Walt. Ian, what would you want to what would you want to challenge yourself to do this year in 2024? I really just want to keep coming up with great content. You know, whatever it is, I, it doesn't matter if it's an attention, uh if I get involved with doing some interviews, you know, I I want to make sure that I'm I'm putting it out there for our fans, the people that follow us. There's always the opportunity, you know, and I and I want to make sure that for our brand that we're just bringing it up again to the next level, like Walt said. All right. Well, I see a show in the making. Ian's insights. <laughs> there we'll, we go. Uh, we'll, we'll work to that on point. It. To that point, Ian. Yes, sir. It was what I propose. Okay. You and I work together and come up with a top five list of topics. And cool. we work with John and put it out there to our listeners a poll. 
Okay. That okay. Work. All right. Well, we all uh, we all have our goals and bucket lists, if you will. John, what is what is your personal my, goal? Mine, in terms of an interview. Yeah. It will come. I think the Kirk Hammett. That's a good one. And well, it's the, be the, hard to beat, uh, I think. No, but it's um, illustrated that anything is possible. Of course. This team possesses yes. the skills with all of us to uh, make something happen. I think it opened up some doors for some new interviews. Like it gives you a chance at Maiden or, uh, you know, something like that. The, the upper echelon bands, yeah. let's say. John, put on your invincible shield and don't have a panic attack. It's coming. I think the, all the possibilities for anybody intent, like that. Intent. Is intent. There. Right. Yeah. All right. Well, I just want to say, um, Ian, we've gone on three years here. I appreciate, you know, the support on the radio show. Everything we do here. Thank you. Southern welcome, Kale. Uh, you know, you're my boy. And you know, taking you from the cave into the city, got you a haircut, right. and you're doing a great job. And I can't say enough about you, Metal Walt. You know, you're my brother, and this this guy just possessed the skills that, you know, I wish I had. Well, same back at you. Vern, you've built a great crew, Vern. You put some good people around <laughs> you, and, uh, you know, the sky is the limit. Only what we limit ourselves to is going to be our limit. So in 2024, 2025, well we're hosting our own fucking festival. That's <laughs> not, not, not a show at, at, at Dingbats or whenever the place was a festival. We're hosting so, a festival. Listen, that was well said. Just remember, get up to our website, join our community by signing up for the newsletter. Listen Absolutely. to the radio show on Monday nights. And uh, get out there and download the Motor Lord debut album. It's everywhere. Oof. Summer 2024. New music. Hopefully. I'm hoping. All right. Well, we are crossed, too. Baby. It is crossed. All right. Cool. All right. For Ian O'Rourke, Southern Kale, Metal Walt, I'm the Vernomatic, and we are Metal Mayhem ROC. Metal for Life. Thank you for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our website at MetalMayhemROC.com for information on podcasts, archives, links to all our live radio shows, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. And always remember to keep it heavy. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. 
Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any fantasy points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that fantasy points has to offer. That's fantasypoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. Fantasypoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points. 